Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Hi friend, welcome back to With Intention. This has been a heavy week for many of us, especially in the U.S., as the election is currently still looming over us as I'm recording this episode. I'm actually recording it the day that it, the day before it goes out because I was going to continue talking about changes and transitions this week. We're going to talk about moving particularly, and we will come back to that subject eventually, but I just felt like we needed something a little bit lighter, something maybe to look forward to. So we're going to talk about the holidays today. And please forgive me if my mind is a little bit everywhere, because I think all of us are experiencing that this week. But I'm here, I'm showing up anyways, so let's do this. Now, you might be on one end of the spectrum or another. I've been seeing that a lot of people are already decorated for Christmas, and I have to say, good for you if that is you. I can't bring myself to do it this early, but I am looking forward to maybe doing it this weekend, maybe next weekend. It's coming soon. You could also be on the side of the spectrum that says, I don't want to talk about the holidays yet. But I do think for the most part, many of us in this year, 2020, are feeling like we are ready to talk about the holidays because like, let's have something happy to look forward to. It goes without saying that this holiday season will look different than others, right? We've still got a pandemic going on. This is just a strange year, but it's still coming. And it's still something that we can celebrate with the people that we love, whether those people are just the people within your home or you're going to be seeing family and friends. Either way, this should be a season for us to look forward to. So one way that we can look forward to this season without the stress, a huge way, is planning the way that we shop and buy stuff this season. I want to talk about intentional holiday shopping today. And the reason I want to talk about this so early is because there are already stores doing Black Friday sales. I found out just the other day that Target is doing a Black Friday like every single week from here till the holidays. We've got a lot of marketing going on, a lot of stores wanting you to buy things like this entire season. And if we're not careful, it can be really easy to fall into bad money habits, bad buying habits throughout the entirety of the holiday season and get ourselves into a place where we're stressed out and have racked up credit card debt or have simply accumulated way more stuff than we needed to or have just bought way more stuff than we needed to and again, financially stressed ourselves out. So I have fallen into that pattern several years of my life, for sure. I would say that every year, except for last year, 
we have fallen into this trap that we need to outbuy our budget. We need to buy the best gift for people to show them our love and that using our finances to show our love during this season is the best way to do that. And I just want to question that narrative because while you might be given gifts and great gifts from family and friends and you might feel pressured to buy a certain price point because that's what other people buy you, you do not have to financially stress yourself out in this season. This year, I feel like we have more of an excuse than ever to not do that. The world is weird right now. This year might have been really a financial, financially stressful year for you. So this year is the year to take it down a notch. We can do that in so many different ways. We can still give gifts to people without stressing ourselves out. So you can think of this as your intentional holiday gift guide, and we're just going to quickly go through a few steps that we can take to make our buying intentional in this season. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about secondhand holiday gift shopping as well, because it's something I did last year. It's something I'm choosing to do again this year, and it's really fun, and it is really helpful in saving money. I'm also going to talk about some other ways to choose intentional gifts, whether that's intentional with finances or just intentional about what you're buying and where your money is going. So let's get started first with a little step-by-step. First of all, the best thing that you can do right now is make a plan early. It's the beginning of November. And if we make a plan now, whether that's making a list for our kids or having our kids help us make a list if they are old enough to do that, or planning out the budget or asking family members like what is the deal with gifts this year how is everyone doing gifts or making a plan to suggest some options like a white elephant that might make the spending a little less and allow you to give quality gifts because you don't have to give as many gifts so now is the time to plan early and my first and foremost tip is just to make a budget This is something that a lot of people, if you are financially minded, you might have been already thinking about. Maybe you've already added to a Christmas sinking fund throughout the year or over the past few months, but if you haven't yet, it is November and next month is December. Now is the time to put aside a chunk of money this month and a chunk of money next month to cover the costs of what you're going to spend this Christmas. I feel like my budget planning for the first few Christmases we were married was just basically like living on a prayer that we would not go over our budget or have to put things on credit cards, but it always happened. We always ended up having to put most of our Christmas spending on credit cards because we just weren't paying attention. So simply pay attention. What does your budget look like? What can you afford to put aside for Christmas? Because that matters too. It's not just about picking a number and trying to put aside these large lump sums of money over the next two months, not all, of, not all of us are able to do that. What can we realistically afford to spend on Christmas? Because once you have that number in mind and you are able to put some money aside this month and use that for spending as you do start buying gifts, that's when we know like how are we going to distribute this among family members and friends and how are we going to do gifts this year? What can we do in other ways than just buying gifts at a store? Can we make some things handmade? Can we bake some things? Can we 
have an experience with family members that is going to maybe cost less or at least be more meaningful than a random expensive gift that you feel like you have to get someone to show your love to them. Okay, so plan the budget now. Right now, you can stop this podcast if you haven't done it yet. How much are you willing to? How much are you able to spend on Christmas? How much of that could you put aside for or start spending this month? Because in reality, we are already in the gift buying season. And how much of that do you need to wait till next month for? The next thing is to make a list. So begin making your holiday list now. Begin talking to family members, trying to get an idea of what would be meaningful, what would be a helpful gift to buy for people, what would be an intentional gift to buy. Because when we get into that mode where we have this list going last minute and we need to just get something for our family and friends, we end up getting things that are not as intentional, maybe won't be used, and we don't want to contribute to the clutter in someone else's house, right? We don't want someone contributing to a ton of clutter in our house. So we can be that example by buying gifts intentionally, which starts with planning what we're buying and making a list, talking with this list in mind to find out what someone would want or to just be able to have the time to think about what would be meaningful to them. Making that list now is helpful. Something I do for my daughter, which is really helpful, is I make her list on somewhere like Target or Amazon, and now I am buying very minimal, if any, of her gifts actually on these sites, but I make that list there so that I'm able to price compare or I'm able to send it to a family member so that they can see what's on her list, what would be actually useful, and what her interests are. And then I actually use that list to shop secondhand for the majority of the season. And if I have to, which is rare, I will get something on a site like Target towards the end of the season. So that can be a helpful way to do it. You can make a list anywhere. You can make it in a planner, on a phone notes list. Just know where it is and contribute to it intentionally as the season goes on. When ideas come up in your head, you can add to it or take away from it. Something I do with a toddler, just a little bit of a side note, is I take her to the store. And it's a good practice in her seeing things that she thinks she wants and not having that instant gratification of buying them right away. But I'm able to kind of take note in, okay, what would be fun for her? What's sparking her interest? Okay, so we've planned a budget and we've made a list. This is really non-revolutionary stuff. Like, I know this is simple. This is something that I'm sure a thought process that's already going through your head already. But the reason why we're talking about this now is because some of us just are busy. We're not thinking about it yet. We're not setting aside the time to do it. And then we're going to get to this point where we're just haphazardly throwing money everywhere, (laughs) buying gifts last minute. We've lost all of the time that we may have had to shop secondhand or shop a little more intentionally or hand make something because we didn't take the few minutes that it that we needed to think about it a little bit earlier in the season. The reason I say that is because it's so me. I do last minute Christmas all the time. So this year and last year, I decided to get on top of it a little bit earlier and it makes all the difference. Okay, so the next step is obviously the shopping right? Because we've made a budget, we've made our list, and now it's time to shop. But it's time to shop a little bit more intentionally. Now, this is up to you what that's going to actually mean. Maybe intentional gift giving this year for you means 
spending as little as possible on gifts and shopping the sales like crazy and getting things at the lowest price possible, hand making things, finding things secondhand, or maybe intentional shopping this year for you means shopping small, keeping your dollars local, and supporting companies who are doing good. I'm not here to give you the answer of what it should look like. I'm here to remind you that now is the time to think about what it needs to look like for you this year and what intentional shopping, intentional holiday shopping means for you and your family. Although it does look different for all of us, I did want to just give a quick list for ways that you can give intentionally this season. The first way is to just make a list and make sure you're shopping sales to stay within your budget and to not stress yourself out financially. A second way is to shop secondhand because secondhand shopping is one, fun for some of us at least, and it helps keep things out of a landfill, give them second life when they are perfectly still useful. A third way is to shop companies who are doing good or shop small and support a local business or creative person in your community or creative person on Etsy. A fourth way is to hand make something. Use your skills, your talents to make something for someone. I know handmade gifts are my absolute favorite and when I get one, I always feel so thought of and it feels so special that someone would take time to make something for me. And I think a lot of people feel that way. A fifth way is to give consumable gifts. Give a bottle of wine or a box of cookies from your favorite bakery, something consumable that maybe costs a little less, that is going to be used up by that person and is obviously going to be appreciated because who doesn't love food? I know this is not an all-inclusive list, but I just wanted to kind of put the list of ways to give you some ideas if you're starting to plan out your gift list of how we can do it a little bit more intentionally. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to introduce you to our sponsor, Public Goods. Speaking of intentional shopping, Public Goods is your one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials. They're made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. They have everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo and pet food. It's your new everything store, and it's thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So when you're trying to shop consciously, it can be hard. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, public goods members can buy all their premium essentials in one place. I love that they ethically source everything. They search the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. And they obsessively develop their products to be free of the unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives that you can still commonly find on drugstore and grocery store shelves. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. And I'm personally obsessed with their dental floss. Their dental floss is super simple ingredients and it comes in the cutest little glass tube that's refillable so you're not constantly using up a bunch of plastic just for your dental floss containers. And I also love their chocolate covered almonds are amazing. I'm obsessed with them. I eat the whole bag in a day. It's not good, but it is good. And one of my favorite things is that they use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on more savings to their customers. And you can make your first purchase with no obligation. So we worked out a deal for the With Intention listeners. Public Goods is giving you $15 off your first order with no minimum purchase. You have nothing to lose. You can go to publicgoods.com slash intention or use code intention at checkout. That's 
public goods, P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash intention to receive $15 off your first order. All right, let's get back to today's episode. So let's dive a little bit into secondhand holidays because this is so much fun for me. I've been loving shopping secondhand more than ever. It's like the more that I do it, the more I love it. I love thrifting at thrift stores. I love Facebook Marketplace. I love other online shopping apps like Mercari. I especially love Mercari. I'm not a huge fan of Poshmark, but that's always there as well. There's eBay. There are a host of other options where you can shop online secondhand. But I like to think of my secondhand first Christmas as a way to save money, of course, and a way to give things a second life and care for the environment a little bit. Also, kind of say no to consumerism in a holiday season that seems to be all about consumerism that should really be about other things. I mean, I know we're talking about shopping and gifts here, but let's all remember that that's not the main thing this holiday is meant to be about. It's what our culture has made it about. I do enjoy shopping, and the thrill of the find with secondhand shopping makes it even better. So it's something that I enjoy doing, and it is definitely a part of our intentional gift-giving plan, especially, again, for my daughter. So let's talk about shopping secondhand for kids this Christmas. First of all, if you have older kids and you feel like you can't just give them something that is unboxed and not brand new, you can shop secondhand for like new things. So I just wanna throw that out there. You can put that in your search tab when you search on Mercari or on Facebook Marketplace or Poshmark and you'll be surprised at what you'd find. Like I said, I make a list somewhere like Target so that I can price compare because when it comes down to it, I do not wanna pay more than what I could get for something new when it's secondhand. I realize the reason for shopping secondhand is not just to save money, but I also don't want to buy something that's a little bit damaged or might not last as long for more money when it's already been used. That's just my personal thoughts on it. So I do price compare. It doesn't mean that I automatically will choose the option on Target just because I found something secondhand that is more expensive. It just means that I'm going to continue shopping around secondhand first. So I make my list and I, whenever I get time in the evenings or at any time, I just check Facebook Marketplace for those things. I set alerts for anything that is similar and Facebook Marketplace will alert me on those things. I like to keep it local as much as possible during this time of year, but I also do the same thing on Mercari. I'll search it on there, especially for smaller items. Bigger items, it's hard to have someone send it to you. But for smaller items, I'll search it on there. I will save my search terms, and it'll notify me if something comes up. I focus on secondhand shopping for kids because toys are the ultimate easy secondhand shopping item, especially for younger kids who aren't looking for something that's brand new in the box to make them excited. And when you start this young, you're not conditioning your kids to want something that's brand new and shiny in the box. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that if that's what your kids expect. Please hear me on that. I just am saying that if you can start the trend of buying more things secondhand, it can kind of set the expectations in a place where we don't need everything shiny and new for it to be special and for it to be something that we can play with and use. So again, the biggest tip I have is to make a list early here 
and begin your search on Facebook Marketplace, on Mercari, and you can even look on local in local thrift shops like Goodwill or Kid to Kid to make this fun and special for your kids on Christmas morning. If you didn't buy something that's brand new in the box, wrap it in a fun and creative way. Rebox it in some way. If you are getting things sent to you throughout the season for gifts for other people, wherever you ordered it, use those, keep those boxes to use them to wrap up these secondhand finds for your kids. The earlier you start, the more time you'll have to shop secondhand first. A list of things that I have found secondhand for my daughter, her Ikea kitchen, her Stella doll, her wee baby Stella doll, um, her stroller for her dolls that she uses all the time. I've even found her bed and her mattress secondhand. I've pretty much most things in my house at this point are secondhand when it comes to furniture and a lot of kids' toys. Doug and Melissa ice cream set. I have found plenty of things secondhand and I have confidence that you can as well if this is something that you want to do and if this is a value for you. And that's really all there is to it. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be fun. And it's something that can just help you save a little bit of money and shop intentionally by buying something that has already been pre-loved and giving it a longer life. I do want to end this with a little bit of a mindset check because when it comes to shopping intentionally for the holiday season, and especially when it comes to shopping secondhand, I don't want this ever to feel like something this is that's going to be an added burden to your holidays. There's already a lot of stress around this season and maybe even more stress this year in particular. So when it comes to intentional gift buying, intentional shopping this holiday season, I think that the best mindset shift that we can have is to not allow it to add stress to our holiday season. Whether that's to not allow it to add financial stress to us or to not allow it to add a ton of other mental stress like feeling like you have to find something secondhand, even though you'd really like to just resort to buying it online somewhere because you've searched and searched and you just can't find it. This quick intentional shopping episode for me is not meant to add more stress to your plate. It's just meant to take some of the stress off by helping you think about it a little bit earlier and helping you think about how you can do it more intentionally. The last mindset shift is to make it fun. Make it adventurous if you're choosing to shop secondhand or choosing to hand make things. And remember that it's purposeful. It's purposeful because it's saving you financial stress or it's purposeful because it is in line with your values of not buying a bunch of stuff that you or someone else doesn't need and maybe giving something second life and not adding more waste to the environment or not playing into consumerism. I hope this quick episode was helpful for you and I hope it was a little bit fun in this stressful week to think about how you are going to give to others that you love this holiday season in a way that stresses you out less and helps you live and shop a little more intentionally. If this episode was helpful for you, would you share it with a friend? You could text it to them or you could share it on Instagram or wherever you like to share things. I'm super grateful for you for doing that. And I will talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.